How do I become a cock hero? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Titty Talk Show. Best intro ever. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. My first question is Are you a cock hero? But, you know, you can't do inside jokes to open the show. Well, why would you go straight straight to cock hero? That's not. I mean,. I feel like we've been Nobody watching it, gets it for the last two hours. We do. We don't even been. remind we'll be, me of the length of time that we've been, I was. That I we've been subjected to this. Like we watch Torture. it for um, research. Research. Because <laughs> apparently there are levels to this shit. Apparently. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, just like if you get yeah. that bored of jerking off, then just stop doing it for a while. I don't understand why you have to find do. Yeah, take a respite. Just That's take... probably something you should do. <laughs> <laughs> like take a vacay from your dick if you have drink, to drink cock hero it up. Just to... Get like a warm rag and just drink some aqua juice when you're done. Just or give something. yourself a break. <laughs> give your dick a break. Calm man. down. Like, like I just want to know who, who invented this thing called cock hero. Yeah, who was the first who? dude that just it dawned you know on what, guys, eye. We can't continue talking about this if we have not just explained what it is. We're the only people right now in all of Brooklyn. Who According knows to is. Pornhub and the 800,000 to 1.2 million averaging searches for cock hero a month, definitely maybe at least one person. Maybe Doesn't want to admit least. they know, but they know. I think maybe most of those people are like in the Ukraine and like what? <laughs> I'm sure someone in the Ukraine is like Saudi what the Arabia. fuck did we do? Well, <laughs> what did we do? So the top, Eastern Europeans? Yeah, the top country is Finland. I see. I'm yes, not far Finland. off. I am not far off. The Danish, the the descendants of Vikings, fantastic. Look mm. at how far down the United States is. Mm. We do not know anything about this. But I have to imagine it started with some some douches who were like playing rock band or guitar hero and just talking. And then they were like, Hey, what if I could play my dick? Like I play this controller and <laughs> someone like, else you know was what? like, I'll, I'm, that's a great idea. I'm going to do it. Let me try to make a video. Makes me sad. I'm just assuming <laughs> that somebody was playing the tap tap revolution on their phone oh, no. and masturbating at the same time, you know? And that's then they insane. were like, I'm going to challenge myself. And then at some point they were like, this would be a great app. This just so, be a great, great app. So, like you said, the top five countries are all European countries. I know. All of them. I know. <laughs> I did imagine that the Europeans would be way more enthusiastic about it than... They are. Okay, I mean, so let's describe it because so far, all of our American people that are watching do not know what it is. Kakiro? Kakiro. It's apparently... It's a, it's, a, it's a tab on Pornhub now. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> it's a kink. It's just like Guitar Hero or Tap Tap Revolution, but instead of, you know, playing a guitar song, you're actually um stroking your member to the beat. Right. But you know, there's really no way of winning because at least on Guitar Hero they keep track of your points, but there's no way of you keeping track <laughs> Of if you're really playing this game, I mean the only major the point is system. don't nut. According to <laughs> no, according to Porn Siri, who's in the videos, is that <laughs> the goal is to not uh, bust a nut until it is the time Completed, in the yeah. final stage. Yeah. Which what do we say? The final stage had like four levels or whatever. Yeah. Just <laughs> the final boss of whatever this is, and so you have to. And one of them advised that you know. If you've only watched this once or twice, you're not going to make it to the end. And that's okay. It's like they, they seem to How supportive. advocate edging. 
You What's know, so. edging? I don't know what edging is. Staving off your orgasm as oh. a dude. So you, you're not a one minute man. Yeah, I have um, exes <laughs> that used to do that. Go right to the brink and then they stop. I feel so like that's that, like just punishment. Well, it makes you supposedly it makes you last longer. It's like a woman doing her kegels. Yeah. So if a man goes to the edge and then he holds it in, it's just like when a woman does kegels. At. Which is probably you know. not. I don't think so. <laughs> <It's> like, I <laughs> mean, it is. you remember that scene in Killing Eve where she was writing that dude and he was like, don't you're going too fast. Please stop. I'm going to come. And she just didn't. And he did. That's the thing. So that if you if you don't want to be that dude that mm. only two minutes have passed and you're you're done, you're out the paint for like another 15, then you should edge. Well, my girlfriend says that every time somebody comes real quick, she takes it as a compliment. I feel like I take really? it as an insult because I feel insult. like you're not in you're not even trying in this not experience. Trying, yeah. You think that's insulting? Agree. It's insulting. Absolutely. I consider it an insult because I feel like you're not trying. You don't care about my experience, <laughs> you know? Because stop well, yourself, pull what out. If, what if? <laughs> what if he I comes agree. and um, he's not done? He's like, okay flips you over and it's like i'm just not so in other words the box, what like if he's doing... 22 years old and he could just keep coming right after no no like he, <laughs> wow. he come, like he's done like he's come but then he's like okay it's time for you but he doesn't like stop like ah, don't touch me or something like that he's like all right i already came so let's get you off yeah <laughs> he's like that sort of thing but then it kind of feels like a job right <laughs> exactly. then it kind of feels like <laughs> we're wrapping this up what's guys. your agenda <laughs> no mas. My it's a meeting. chore at that point, right? Uh, okay, it's a chore. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't have sex necessarily for the orgasm. I have sex for the experience and for the closeness and for the bonding, you know, for the emotional mm. connection. Yeah, so if you've given me two minutes. You have like a conversation afterwards, like, you know, like I don't how, know about how, was it, how was that for you? <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Do you go get like a warm rag and like and yes. know, wipe each other No, down they and, get the warm rag and like I lay there and wait to be. To be wiped down. Wiped. Okay. Wiped. <laughs> Do you get like an apple juice afterwards or you just like you know it's like a well snack, yeah you know? yeah apple you gotta juice. get apple juice you don't have after sex tacos like you know so i don't know about tacos, tacos. that's like, a heavy meal fuck? for after no sex. after sex you never eat before you have sex <laughs> never why? eat before you have sex because you're sluggish you're like no that was my quite my why was referencing the tacos like why I mean, not like why you know, <laughs> i mean whatever your favorite snack is after that i, I just don't know, feel like beans i just feel like beans See, the reason why I wouldn't want to do that is because after sex, I'm typically still naked on the bed and we're kind of like... You just never eat Round two may be approaching. Okay. So you may have a snack. All right. But not like a meal. You have like a power bar on the side. (laughs) It should be a a water-based snack. Ice cream. Yeah. A water-based snack so you can stay hydrated and energized. I like that. So really, you should keep it natural like fruits, you know. Veggies. Mm. Right. Exactly. Okay. All right. Okay. But it's also better Keep for your pores, and it's just it it's just better for your innards, like your intestines. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's no unwanted issues. What a great way to open the show. Cock <laughs> <laughs> hero. It really is. Um, what a great way to open this show. Go play cock hero. Apparently, it's 120 percent popular with men. Don't do it. Sucks. It sucks. We were just exposed to that uh, monstrosity. Yeah. It's atrocious. It's atrocious. Something's wrong with it on many, many many levels. Don't do it unless you're super bored with yourself. Yeah. And even then, like, exercise caution. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if if it's something you really feel like you want to challenge yourself to, go right ahead. But... Also, recent studies indicate that mass infertility is not due to women it's due to mutated sperm and one of those ways men can get mutated sperm is over, over uh, ejaculation yeah. slash masturbation so you know 
Yeah, do it to save right. humanity. Maybe masturbate <laughs> once a week. Right. Yeah, right. I don't know if that's possible. Although yeah. I think the men who are doing the most masturbating in the world are the ones that we can afford to not have more babies made from them. Well, <laughs> mm. that's probably I mean, also true. Wasn't there like a, I forgot his name. Uh, I think it's a boxer. Like he has like ten kids or eleven or twelve or some shit Mayweather? like that. Well, Mira is too stupid to have many more kids. Um, what's the the other one Flavor Flav he's not a boxer though. no there was some young boxer Broner something oh, Adrian Bruner Burner Bruner. I think I know I don't yeah. know yeah. although I don't know anything about his children uh, yeah he's he's um I think he's like he's I think he's crazy homophobic and also like um oh fuck him. and he has like 10 like, I could be wrong about who this boxer is but I remember seeing a specific photo shoot with like this dude and he has like I think close to 15 children you know, I was That's like, but doesn't Eddie <laughs> Murphy like, have like fucking nine kids or whatever? Well, Kevin Costner has like seven kids. Huh? Kevin Broner Costner, has, you said? Uh, yeah, Kevin Costner, he's women. an undercover as like so, having mad kids, but Kevin Costner's got a bunch. Yeah. Uh, so, according to the he's disembodied voice, um, Adrian, that's his name, Adrian Broner, right? What is yeah. he? So, he's a, he's his a boxer. Name is you Adrian said. Broner. Uh, he's a boxer. Yeah. He has. Seven children, seven, by six women. I saw fifteen. That sounds on like a lot of bills. <laughs> but you know what? If he wants to pay those bills, whatever. That's you. Uh, he's a decent boxer, but he's not really. He won't be saving his money. That's... Do you know what Giselle's voice? Nah, he sucks now. He got knocked. Reminds the fuck out. me of. Oh, what? You know the scene? If you ever seen the Howard Stern movie where like he's like sit on the sit on the speaker and then he goes she has like that big orgasm because she's sitting on the speaker the vibration yeah (laughs) that's what just sales voice reminds me of well gee thank you yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness any hoosies any hoosies uh... (laughs) but yeah people there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are reproductive abusers, as SVU called it, when you're just out there having kids, mm. purposeless. SVU called it that. No, there was yeah, a whole, it was the episode with John Stamos, that. yeah, and yeah. that's what he was: is that he actually was about spreading his seed, and they discovered that he had like you know three dozen kids, and not all the women knew about each other, but he did. And he was like, "Oh no, these are all my kids. I pay for all of them, so it's good, right?" And they he, they were like, "You are a reproductive abuser," because like he had like his four dozen children. And it was like, why? Why if everyone gets their bills paid for, what's the big idea? Because he was wealthy. And they were like, this is fucked up, though. I mean, that's a fact. And if the women were willing to, like, go and have babies with him without kind of figuring out his history or part of it was that he looked like John Stamos. Part of it is that women ask less questions when the guy's prettier. And then that's when you deserve to have a lot of half siblings for your kids. But he was also a (laughs) condom poker as the episode. Uh, So he wasn't, it wasn't just about like, Oh, he's a pretty guy. Let's sleep together. It's like he manipulated me to make sure I got pregnant. Cause right. that's his goal. Like every woman I sleep with, I'm going to drop a baby. That's a deposit. So crazy. Mm-hmm. How does he kids. even realize like when they're ovulating, what does he go around with a thermometer and stick it up their butts? Like, Oh, you're 99 that, degrees today. Let's... That could be his foreplay. Oh, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> that could be his foreplay. That's unfortunate. They just didn't cover that part in, um, <laughs> in the episode. In <laughs> that part got cut. That part got cut. They're Apparently like... the name of that episode is called Bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, just, well yeah. how apropos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2011. Mm-hmm. I was trying to look for wow. a picture of all the kids because there's a scene where they're like all standing in the precinct and they're like, you're our dad and you're horrible. And he's like, what? You guys. That reminds me of that movie. What's that called? I think it was called The Delivery Man, where he just um, was. Eh. 
Yeah, I think it was with that guy. Oh, crap. Now I forget his name. But it was basically about he always was giving sperm. Every year he gave sperm. He was, like, getting money that way. He basically made that, like, his second job. But, like, 30 to 40 women got pregnant. Okay. And they found him. It's a sperm bank. Yeah, so it was. Hmm? Vince Vaughn. Thank you, Vince Vince Vaughn. Vaughn? Yes. Yeah, I mean, they should just probably have a, a cap. Just for society, right? Like, oh, this woman was successfully impregnated. We hit two dozen. We're capped. No, but that's smart. That's actually very just for society. The thing about those places, one, it is like to dispel the myth around those um, sperm banks and whatnot. Not any man can get in. They they don't do that. It's like they literally you have to fill out this sheet. It's a very long application. Are you a mini picture? You can't see all the kids in the shot. (laughs) But you can see that he was multi-ethnic. And that was the uh, thing is that he had every type of woman there was to have. He was like across the globe, <laughs> every ethnicity, I will have at least five children per ethnic group. Right. I've met John Stamos. And mm. let me tell you something. The young girls who were like way too young to even know Uncle Jesse were still like, I want to hit that. Uh. He has uh, the Jeff Goldblum energy where Jeff is. Really? Jeff Goldblum? Look, ever he since I saw that meme. Aliens. Uh, what's that? Air Earth girls Park? are easy. Oh, okay. He was so hot in that movie. I was like that. That's early, really that's early eighties. I feel like 80s. he was hotter <laughs> in Jurassic Park, but like he's he's one of those guys where if you look at white people say guys are good looking, a lot of it has to do with their hairline and ah! whether or not. No, it's it's, <laughs> it's absolutely it's true. True. Though. It's true. Like Jude Law was just trending today because he was in a swimsuit for the Young Pope. And people are like, oh my God, you lost like 50. But the reason why he was trending is because his hairline hasn't fully receded and he still was in good shape. Mm. Jeff Goldblum has the same benefit of his hairline being exact same place it was when he was a young man. It's just gray and salt and pepper. You change that with some people like Brendan Fraser, others who've just lost hair and like they lose some of whatever people thought was that hunk magic. <laughs> and so Jeff Goldblum, I mean, ever since I saw that meme where he was like choking bitches in public at Shakespeare in the Park, like, what? obviously, oh, you seen Jeff that? Goldblum has... <laughs> He, he he's choked. got levels. He, Jeff uh, Goldblum was choking bitches out at in the middle of like yeah yeah public. Didn't Avery post it? And I was like, that looks like Jeff. Oh oh, are you about to pull up this video, Giselle? Are you well, about to be the it's MVP? Not a video. No, it's no it's a video. Photo. It's just a what? photo. Why can't it be a video? I want to. It was just it. a photo. It's like uh, it's a photo, I'm, I'm and it was it. like and oh, he was choking them out sexually, not like no, well, playfully. No. Playfully, it was very playful. Uh, let me see, I found it. It's a naughty choke. I thought he was like literally like, shut up. I found <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't think that would be good press for Jeff. So I don't know who these women are, but that's that's the picture. Right Jeff there. is not a hottie, though. I disagree. That's the picture. <laughs> I don't even like his lips look like he probably is good at things that Oh hilarious. I like this one. Incognito. This <laughs> is chromed. Oh wow. <laughs> There's a lot of memes. <laughs> There's a whole lot of memes. Does it did anyone like explain officially where the choke comes from? Um let's see. Well, this is probably know your meme. Maybe they have like a little breakdown. I mean, Jeff Goldblum is also tall. He's 6'4". He also is very cultured and intelligent. He can play the piano, jazz piano. He's well-read. There's plenty of reasons for people to go into the Goldblum trope and have levels of reasons why you might find him attractive. Where I feel like Uh a lot of the older guys, they're lacking in the category. Like. So apparently both these women are models. One is an actress. And so sort of pick is from one of the models Instagram page. 
You see, but <laughs> and it was taken by so Daniel Johnson. So she was Johnson. advertising, like, yes, yes, yes. Jeff Bloom <laughs> choked me out. Yes. So that's something to brag about. I'm sure there's. I mean, as the response to this meme was, there's a lot of women like wish that was me. I would not post some picture. Some women like this sort of thing. I my face I've, would look horrified if that was me in the picture. There was a video that we shared. In they the, requested the choke. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> I mean, I assume so. Why, do you, why take a picture, picture? Would look like this. Why take a picture of a non-consensual choke? Like that's. I mean, but you don't know if he like if that was just like the say cheese, you know what I mean? True, uh, but neither of them are saying cheese. I'm just saying. <laughs> Good. Point. So this is her Instagram page. This woman here, and yeah, okay. There you go. Very. Do we need an explanation? I, I guess she was like, no explanation. Uh, oh, here it is. Necessary. This is her page. Uh, only eight thousand likes. I, I expected more. Um, Who's the girl being choked? <laughs> at least you fuck gold. At least you fuck gold. I heard it all. Heard all about it. I don't know. Okay, I guess. I don't imagine Jeff Goldblum as being good in bed. He doesn't have that BDE in my in my eyes. You don't think so? It doesn't seem like it. I mean, I'm not gonna say. Like I said, in Earth Girls Are Easy, he was a super hottie. Mm. I would love to have like made love with Earth Girls Are Easy Goldblum. Okay. But I don't know about like he looks like he's gonna rock my world. You know what I mean? That's not how I feel about him. Maybe that's the. That, <laughs> I would love to maybe have that, an, an maybe intimate that's conversation. Lore. Maybe that's Goldblum. like the lore. Like he doesn't look like he could, but once you get in there, it's kind of like the rope a dope. It's like oh, you're like oh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> hey, 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 whoa, Possibly. hey, whoa, whoa, hey. Hey, I, <laughs> so, I yeah. have been surprised you know by who, men before. Who surprised me? Who has a big dick? Um, I just first of all want to know how you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm with the guy. <laughs> <I sell> back <laughs> there like, guys, what is that? Shut up, you say screech. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, he's actually a very well uh, well known actor. I forgot his fucking name though. But he was in the Spider Man movie. He played the Hobgoblin. Um, Willem Dafoe. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Oh, oh my he's God. Got a big dick. No, he Willem has a Dafoe really big dick. Famously, how do you know? Because he showed it. He did a movie where you saw That's his true. whole dick. They what were, movie? It was some. Um, it was like one of those independent movies. He does a lot of them. I um, need to see this movie. <laughs> I forgot the name of it, but he's like, him and his wife go to um, go on like a camping trip, like in the woods somewhere, and they're like, I think they're trying to like, you know, reconcile some shit like that. But yeah. then the 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 way it was shot, like they were having a sex scene, and then you see his whole dick. They were after, they were fucking. You could see the whole Jeez. thing. And hold up, you could see it while they were having mm-hmm, sex. Mm-hmm, you saw. Is everything. that it? Are you showing? Is that it? That is. Uh, that's from. Not a, it. No, that's from a film. <laughs> but that is from a film. Uh, is that him though? That's yes, him, that's right? him. That's William Defoe. That's, that's William Defoe. Yeah. And he's soft, and it's gigantic. Right. Yeah. What yeah. What the yeah. hell yeah, is he yeah. doing though? Yeah. What is? What kind of movie is that? <laughs> that looks like an outtake. A European <laughs> one. <laughs> Yeah, so he's like one of those guys where he's like, oh, okay. Shocking. I guess. <laughs> <It's like> Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. But indeed. anyway, I still have to say, to, we'll just move on to the next topic. I think a segue <laughs> would be perfect right now. Segway. <laughs> if you see a big dick, smoke some weed. Um, wow. Well, that means if you have big dick energy, then you can smoke some weed. Because guess what? Tell me. In New York City, you, you, don't, you don't have to worry about being tested for weed anymore for, to get a job. I feel like you could have found a better segue, I, but I awesome. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Yes. Um, that's good because they definitely did that to some people unless you get hired for the intellectual jobs. And it's such a horrible thing to say, but I think it's class warfare because if you are getting hired or interviewed for some jobs, like developer jobs, whatever, engineer jobs, they don't 
Okay, There's no test for your blood. Yeah. If you're going in on the retail level or something service level, they want all these tests. And of course, a government job or MTA or anything mm-hmm. like that in the city. Mm-hmm. But I think it's bullshit because they don't test you if you're going to be a, a Wall Street no. broker no. to see, do you have Coke in your system? That's a yes. So yeah, no. I yeah. think this is appropriate. Well, right I think it's like a character thing to me because anytime people have ever kind of asked me for a test for manager positions in the past, I get it because I'm just kind of like, all right, if I'm like some big pothead and I'm already kind of broke and you're underpaying me, then there's a great chance that I'm going to do something stupid and like steal from you or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I'm already underpaid. I can, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that on Wall Street. If every a- major successful person that I met just like in the trajectory of careers hadn't engaged in illegal substance Mm -hmm. use, then maybe I would think that way. I just think it's a way to keep poor people down because you'll find all these bosses and people higher up abusing um, anything from pills to weed to whatever. And most jobs really don't (laughs) test for anything but weed. They don't. Because it's very expensive to test for the other things. So Mm -hmm. they just test for the weed. And so, yeah. And it's like if someone has to fucking smoke a joint before they go to work in your horrible retail shop where they are definitely abused by customers or on their break, let them do that. You're already not paying them enough. We know that all the statistics (laughs) have come out. No one is being paid enough on the retail level. So so they should at least be allowed to smoke weed to deal with their fucking And potheads don't steal from people. Crackheads do. And heroin. Yes, they get a bad, bad break. Potheads are just friendly and hungry. Yeah. You know, they like to snack. And laid back. Chill. Like super. That's it. <laughs> they're, they're, they're too chill to take your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did have my girlfriend ask me the other day because she was like, well, you know, if we're smoking a lot of weed, like, is that gonna is that making us less productive overall? And I'm like, absolutely. Because anytime I'm not smoking, I'm like, how am I going to distract myself from smoking? Oh, I'm going to do something super productive. <laughs> I'm just like, why am I That's not true. doing that all the time? <laughs> I, I don't know. My brain works in a certain way where sometimes uh, the ganj can be helpful. Because uh, I'm an overthinker. And, and I'm also an because you're creative, too. So being creative is more, you know, when you're high. You it can, can be helpful. You know. It can be. You're like, I'm working on a story. And uh, yeah. get better inspiration. <laughs> magical. <laughs> becomes a magical story. Hopefully. Well... <sighs> Um, <laughs> with that being said, no, nah, I'm, I'm I was busy fighting a neck beard. Um, but anyway, can you stop talking to that guy right now? Also, I found that that baseball post. You Which said one, Malachite? Uh, what just all said about it's like porn intro. Porn intro. Are we back into yeah, porn? they're like in a skit. It's two. They're in baseball outfits. Looks like they could play for the Yankees or somebody. Oh, the the gay porn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we were talking about the. Um, what you call it? Uh, the thespians. <laughs> the the quality of porn today is just not, at, not up to par. At where it could be. Where it should be, considering all the technology that we have and all the intelligent people that are actually behind the scenes. True. But anyway, um, but yes, get tested or don't or whatever. I don't know. Doesn't Get matter. Tested or well, don't. don't. I mean, I if it's not a requirement, the don't. The don't seems most accurate there. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm actually shocked that New York City is one to do this sort of thing, given um, where I've worked for the past ten years and stuff like that, which is in the medical field. It's like, and I like even for that, it's like I don't care. Like. Getting you do have to get this whole litany of tests before you even get into any job, and it's literally any job in mm. a medical field. It doesn't you could be cleaning up shit? They want you to do like, are you high? 
<laughs> it's like, well, I mean, might have to be high enough to clean up the shit. That's but, a fact. You know, that's what I'm just saying. But to be wiping booties, yeah, old a... wrinkled booties all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But who knows? Wrinkled booties, no. Yeah. Anywho, um, <laughs> wrinkled booties. Jesus. What? Um, that's the this, thought you're leaving people you, with. That's fucked up. It's, <laughs> it's a good thing. I think it's a really nice. Um, it's, I'm like I said. I'm shocked that New York State has decided to do this. Because of like the type of laws we have when it comes to dealing with weed, and um, you know, so it's like a big surprise to me. But it also means this is another step closer to medicinal marijuana. That's true. You know, but it's just like, like my first order of business. Even isn't even like okay, let's stop testing for weed. My first order of business is whoever is in jail right now for a weed related crime needs to be released immediately mm-hmm. and given money, like for <laughs> for the for the trauma that came from them being criminalized. Right. Yeah. So it's like I, I hope. Agreed. I hope that actually does. I, well, I don't even know how far that 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 um that law goes if it goes to the point where it's like it can have probably help reverse it needs some convictions to. and stuff it like that it absolutely needs that's to that's what needs to happen i mean otherwise reform around marijuana is not no, it's, it's not happening. it's empty yeah. it's otherwise empty, it's right. empty and meaningless because right now we have so many white dudes getting rich right now and creating that's, a monopoly that's on the, the whole, industry i mean that's that's the rub exactly that's the rub and that's actually that's why i think new york didn't put it into the budget in the april budget which they were supposed to do cuomo mm-hmm, said he mm-hmm. promised but i knew that motherfucker was lying because he only got pushed to that position because Cynthia Nixon, which is why I was so happy she entered the the race for governor because she was able to get him to pivot to more progressive things because she was a threat and everyone was supporting it. Like decriminalize marijuana, get the people who are jailed for it out of jail and provide a pathway for people to have small businesses. So it's not just about these major corporations that exist in other states like Colorado and California and they're creating monopoly Seattle. And then they come over here and they're like, yeah, there's no place for you whose life has been ruined by weed. You can't start a business because then there's also that thing like you can't get into the threshold unless you got 20 grand and it's like or 50 grand. <laughs> and it's like, really? That's that's. And, you know, sounds like America. Though, not to, to be, be off honest, the topic but... of titties, but, <laughs> but what, like it's also a sign that, like I said, it's a next step for legalizing marijuana in New right. York City. It's where you have to look at who's the ones that's doing this. And I bet you if you look at the people who signed up the bill who voted for it, most of them are Republicans. You know why? Because most of them have gone and bought up all those abandoned warehouses to turn Mm -hmm. them into grow houses so that they can get in on the ground floor as soon as that bill hits and it's legal. You know who's going to have all them weed spots supplied? Absolutely. All those guys. The same guys who were up there, what, 30-something years ago, 20-something years ago talking about, don't do drugs, kids. Dare the program. Hmm, Drugs are whack. uh, Wacky tobacco. All that bullshit. bullshit. All that bullshit they've been trying. Now they're just not on the other side of the park. I mean, to be honest, I don't even really want weed all the way decriminalized because all the people that have their hands and all these poisonous things that they're putting on our body, the alcohol and the tobacco and all this, you know, pens or whatever the case may be, I don't want that getting into my weed. I feel like as soon as it gets decriminalized and my weed man goes out of business, I'm just going to quit. (laughs) I am because I feel like that's not something that I want to be a part of. I don't want to be a part of big business marijuana. Big big marijuana. Mm. I don't. Have you visited Colorado since they have decriminalized? I've uh, visited Colorado never in my life. Oh, <laughs> Colorado's kind of, a, kind of a whack state. It's a really white state. It's like it's Vermont or um, we had to Delaware. Look, I would compare it to Delaware look, too. Just super, super white. I think we had to. I went there. I think we had to go travel twenty something miles to find a, the 
black the like i think the first black owned weed dispensary there wow it was so far it was like i mean we got there but it's like but it was nice i hope they it were was a black very woman. appreciative oh it, it, <laughs> listen no, I, I, I had to check it out it was a black woman um and she was there she was like she came out she greeted people i was like oh shit and she was fine by the way i was like damn girl you need like a there's an aside for you. Yeah, like, I was like, just. I was like, also. She's like, ah, she mentioned her husband. I was like, yeah, husband, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, but um, that her dispensary was probably the nicest one out of all the ones that I saw and I went, we visited and stuff like that. Hers was a very like very nice hardwood floors. It was nice music. It smelled nice. I was oh. like, this is. I was like, oh, this is. Oh, this was fancy. Some thought <laughs> and like, effort into it. Yeah, she nice. definitely had a, an aesthetic that the others did not have. Uh, you know, so. My best Always. experience was still in DC, Chocolate City, and that's because I like my whole thing is like, especially with my allergies, like smoking all the time is not preferred. But like edibles, and there, like there was peach cobbler, like the mango juice I found. I, I was like, I know amongst my people because who else is gonna make me some mango <laughs> juice infused? with THC and it was like an auntie it was like someone's auntie and she had her wares and you know mm-hmm. you were supporting small business but it was also stuff along my palate that I wanted to eat it's a and great way to make some passive income it's a great way to like you the type I of mean, money you can make off of that it, weed is incredible <laughs> but also like just organically for its actual health health benefits is that it's it's Absolutely. what we should be pushing versus all these other things that are leading to more syndromes and issues and but forms almost, of cancer coming out that are unnecessary because we take so many pills and chemicals exactly. to fix things that a lot of it naturally can be helped um, with something from the earth. But mm. these big corporations are going to replace a lot of those natural things with unnatural things for mass of consumption. Course, of course. And that's what I'm worried. And that's when it's going to be not working out anymore. I mean, as long as I can grow it without penalty and choose who I support because I feel like I would look for the small business like just within my specific wants. I would never be like, yeah, give me the Pepsi of weed. But you wouldn't wouldn't be able to grow it without penalty. But that's what you can do right now in D.C. That it's recreational that you can grow and have up to, I think it's two ounces or maybe it's four ounces. In mm. your possession, you can gift up to two. And so that's the kind of laws I want where they decriminalize, but they also make it recreationally viable so that you can just grow it and it's not. It's literally not even legal to like collect rainwater. So like that's not gonna last. Which is fucked up. <laughs> Can like, you believe it? Like that's what I'm saying. It's the little things. Like the more we put things in the hands of the law or corporations, the worse it gets. And that's what like I wish we could almost make it illegal for white people or big corporations to sell it, and it would only be legal well, for I would the appro- type I would approve of, of that. I would approve of that that have been in jail for it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the what the people who were put in jail for. God know how many years now should be the first ones to have a crack. At Absolutely. That. Like when they come out, give them a loan. Yes. Have them get them back on yeah. their feet. And Reparations. Have them open up their, their, either to do a grow house, teach them how to, you know, science the shit out of this stuff. I'm you know, sure they like, wouldn't have to teach them anything because no. most of these people are already geniuses already in that field. Yep. Yeah. So it's like. Botanist, horticulturist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're in let, jail for bullshit. Let all the other white people come in at a, at a you know, different level. But like, well, we are the gatekeepers now. So exactly. fuck you. Exactly. Like, we let you in here. I swear to God, there's that's the only fair way to do it. Yeah. To make it illegal for these other guys to really take a, a right. control of right. that arena. Yeah. Speaking of things that should definitely be legal that are not, 
I've been having this discussion lately more than ever. I don't know why. But prostitution should absolutely be legal. And I think one of the reasons why human trafficking and abuse and like all this horrible things that happen to prostitutes, I think the only reason that happens is because it's illegal. And that therefore the people who are running it are like these really scary men. Whereas if it were legal, women would be able to take it into their own hands and control their safety. There would be like, things around them Mm -hmm. that would be in place to make them safe and human trafficking would not be in such high demand if it were legal because it's no longer profitable in that on that level exactly you know so it's like it's i've always it's it's what's the saying it's the oldest profession yeah i always tell people i I said the catholic church used to use whores to bring men into church every sunday and people didn't believe me when i said i was like no they used to be on the steps of those big cathedrals Showing them legs. Yeah. Come on in. Pray Jesus. You know, that sort I of thing. Can't. Repent. Like, you know, <laughs> um, and before the Pope, whatever Pope decided to change the whole, we can't get married. I was like, no, they were having straight up orgies in um, the churches. If and you stuff like look that. at the church, like if you walk in the city pie, a lot of these big, beautiful churches and you mm. look at the sculptures, you can see men with their penises out mm-hmm, and like young mm-hmm, boys mm-hmm. with their mouths affixed onto those penises. Yeah. On the church in sculpture is very clear as day. Oh, that's when that other pope popped up. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm talking about before the other, the um, the first. Well, not the first pope, but like there was a few before that one pope popped up talking about like, yeah, I like them boys and all this other shit. I can't. Um, <laughs> it's like I, I mean, well, I think that the sex sex workers should be able to work legally for all those reasons to try to you know enact some sort of control safety or regulation for their on safety. the black market. But then I'm also of the mind that men are trash, you know, hashtag. And so I don't, it's like, we need a vigilante to scare some of these men because they, it's so much stuff is gotten away with. Even if you just take, like you mentioned the Ukraine, you were shading the Ukraine earlier, but if you <laughs> My family look at is Eastern from the Europe, Ukraine, so I was not shading <laughs> them. I was but just- But you can shade, they deserve shade because unfortunately <laughs> their governments do not have, you know, any type of real control over sex abuse against minors. And when you look at a high number of people who are being abused or children being traded, literally traded and sold, a lot of them come from Eastern Europe along with Southeast Asia. Mm. Um, Parts of Africa, places where people are really poor and there's not an infrastructure in place to be like, hey, this child went missing and let's do something about it. Like we have here. Even though there's tons of kids of color who go missing here every day and even with our existing infrastructure, we still don't give a fuck. Absolutely. And so it's like, we need to legalize it, but then still also just, you know, vigilanteism like get some of these these pedophile men that run around and i mean who else has the kind of money necessary to like ship people overseas i'm just gonna say white dudes like as a group <laughs> like just you look at the wealth and how it's distributed mm. in the world like that's not to say there aren't pervy men in every but other there's group a lot there of, are there's a lot of pervy brown men in like no they the just Middle they're Eastern. on their pay grade they're at their pay grade though that's what i'm saying if you're a pervy brown dude but you're poor or you don't have a lot, you can only perv within your inner circle. You're attacking someone you know, you're attacking your, your child, unfortunately, or someone in your family. When you are a pervy person with privilege, you're now paying yeah. to spread your perviness across the globe. You're like, bring these people in, bring these situations in. Yeah. And that's when it gets really... But the Middle East is like a huge area for that. And then- I say the world, because people like to section out places of the world and be like, well, that one is a little bit more fucked up. No, men are the same degree Everywhere. of fucked up in every country. It's just that some of the laws are different. That's- to askew what you'll get away with but the fucked upness is the same actually what's interesting is that supposedly in like japan it has the lowest instance of pedophilia and rape and all that kind of stuff that can't be right it's because supposedly that's what last time i checked (laughs) supposedly 
them. But what they t- what at the time when I was doing that research, which was back in getting kinky with Kaidis, it was they were saying that the they also had the highest levels of um kitty porn kind of stuff on like oh. their comic books, like and rape uh Fantasies you know, rape and cartoons like that. and that yeah. kind of stuff. So there was a, a the more fantasy world and therefore there was less actual criminal stuff going on. Right. That's actually been a the- well not a theory, but that's been a suggestion by um I guess you could call them sex bloggers and sex professionals yeah. here in America where they said that what if we created content that was that would feed that need for them? Exactly. The that fantasy. Wasn't, that wasn't real. Yeah. You know, like cartoon, animation, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, then maybe that can help with curbing the other the stuff. The appetites so. of men that are actually going for it. Right. But they have wow. those sex dolls, the, yeah. real, the real, real sex dolls that are kids. Have you seen those? No, I haven't seen so those. So now they have the kid ones. And they're oh. saying that. From the same company? From the same company. Wow. Yeah. And they're and there's only one. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, there is only one. And they're making kid kid ones now that are like between five and eight year old looking sex dolls. Mm. And they're saying that this is for a specific um I guess genre of men. And they're saying this is supposed to protect real kids by giving you this sex doll that's supposed to feed this fantasy. I have I would also argue about too, that. I would also argue too that when it comes to Japan, I, mean, I don't have to do more research, but culturally, I would have to investigate how the what the women do is it is it because in it Japan? seems to me, right? It seems well, to me that oppressed in many ways. Well, yes, <laughs> but I mean, people like to say that about Asian countries, but they're really not. They're incredibly sexually provocative. It's just like in a different lane. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, whether yeah. or not the women feel like they can express something or whether or not they feel like rape has happened, because remember, raping uh, your wife was legal in this country in the fucking 70s. Yeah. So we're not leaps and bounds years. ahead of fucking Japan or other countries. We've just like had movements. Oh, and no, activists. America is like maybe very the laws British. are so just I'm, different. So I'm not going to say that Japan, Japanese women are raped less. Maybe they report less. Maybe, maybe for some reason, culturally, they don't see all forms of rape as rape or that's because that's point. generally what happens in society. Like, you're not going to convince me that a culture that uh, idolizes little girls and this whole schoolgirl thing. I'm not going to forget that that one time I watched hentai and I was very disturbed. I'm like, dudes who watch hentai, like, do what you want to do. But it doesn't escape me that this is supposed to sound like a child. Like that, that bothers yeah. me. That could never turn me on. Someone but sounding like a child. That's some supposedly how they're actually expressing that kink. And therefore they don't have to continue and go offline to express to that kink. A, and I would argue that they are actually going offline and we just don't hear about it. I mean, there've been some documentaries that have tried to go into like what this market looks like and how damaging it is to Japanese women or girls. Mm. But how we, I'm not going to take the dude's word for it I because agree. it's creepy. It's fucking creepy. And you can't, you can't idolize a child image and not be fucked up in the fucking head. Like if you're if you're quintessential woman and you're fucking forty five, but your hot bitch is still like an eighteen right. year old, yeah, something's yeah. wrong with you. I agree. Why isn't your hot bitch thirty five or forty five at least? Because there are definitely women within that spectrum. But if what you see is hot, the hottest version of a woman for a dude is always this. Oh, she just got past puberty. <laughs> I agree. Look at those perky boobs. Like, gives- and also I was thinking with up. that sex toy, with the kid sex toy, I'm like, okay, but isn't it kind of like drugs where it's like you start with weed and then you're not getting high anymore. So you have to continue right, to exactly. right. That's like getting snuff stronger porn, and right. stronger yeah. drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But then again, slippery slope. I don't think it's going to ever be accepted. It, it, like, I don't think society. What do you mean pedophilia? Well, no, not that. Because <laughs> I was like, it was. Well, I hope just, not. <laughs> it totally was. We're just what, now eroding what I mean, some of what these What I mean by laws. that is I feel like every conversation I've ever seen or had around when it comes to pedophilia, when it comes from like studies that, that came out like I think last year where someone 
halfway said, we think it's a, it's a med- uh, mental, Medical. Yeah. Uh, mental condition that's uh, or sexuality. Absolutely. Like someone actually said that and it's like, but they didn't read the whole study. They were like, they said, we think it might be a, a sexual orientation. And they said that we don't know for sure. And that's what we're doing research to find out. And then people lost their shit. They was like, you're trying to normalize this and all this other shit. And it was like, no, there's the conversation is very nuanced. But at the same time, society as a whole in most countries, not not all, but it's just not going to be acceptable to normalize. And, and to, I'm sorry, what to um to no, not even that. Just to, to have the nuanced conversation. A sexual orientation. Yeah. That's because it's not. And Mm -hmm. we're just now evolving past, okay, marry a girl because this is, let's face it, this was mostly visited upon girls throughout the ages. Mm -hmm. When she's 13, she's just had a period 12, 11. She hasn't had a period yet. Do it anyway. And so, and France literally just, just now gave an age of consent last year because of that massive story that got popular about uh, what was a little girl like 13 and she had two grown lovers lovers they were rapists in their 40s and it was consensual and france was like wow maybe for the first time we should look at the age of consent because this is embarrassing for us the optics it's different i guess if the girl's 16 or 17 you can be like oh she's young she's she's just having fun but 12 no of course you can't you can't really change the optics of that now can you and so that's what i'm saying it's already been the thing you go to parts of southeast asia it's still there Mm -hmm. parts of Mm -hmm. indian africa it's still there we say, we say we don't like it in the Western countries, but look at the porn, look at the media, Absolutely. and tell me again that men are completely obsessed with young crime. girls. Look, look at, at the it. Disney Channel. That's the Disney all Channel. you need to <laughs> look do. Look at the fucking, the Catholic Church still got people getting arrested, so it, no, no. And still moving people around in order to protect them from mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. Re- arrested. Well, you know, one thing that I was kind of thinking about in terms of this to be a devil's advocate is if you look at like Spanish countries, for example, DR, or if you look at Jamaica, or if you look at those kind of places, they have a lower age of um, drinking. Consent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drinking. Yeah, yeah. A consent to, but drinking. And because, or, or like, for example, DR, I don't even think they have an age, you know, Most where you was, have to. And they have a, a much lower um, uh instance of public drunkenness and uh drunk driving and you know things that happen when you're drunk irresponsible things that happen they have a much lower case of all those things because they don't have an age where it's and and then it becomes like okay everybody take responsibility for yourself true it's just like one of the articles that we have here which is like um i remember having this conversation with a co-worker of mine where he said he had sex uh, his first time having sex, he was like thirteen or twelve or something like that with a with a girl that was like sixteen. And I told him, I said, "Well, she raped you." Totally. And he was like, "What do you mean?" So you see, there's also that other part of it where it's young boys who are doing sexual stuff very All early on when yeah. it's not with another man, but it's with a woman. Woman. It's they. It's acceptable. You know what I'm saying? Like when that's Chris, the patriarchy. That's toxic masculinity. Right. Chris where Brown you're actually said the same like thing. Giving pathologies to these men yeah, around yeah, sex, yeah. and they don't even realize it, nor do they ever try to investigate it because so they're like, like, "Oh, I had sex at ten. That's normal." No, right? And no, she it's was not. she was thirteen. I was like, "Well, no, it's not. she she more or less that's called statutory rape. No matter how you want to slice it, you know, it's like it's within the law. It's like it's there. But when it, if if when I say if these cases, most of the time they do not get into the courtroom. Um, whereas, whereas the other side was a boy that's having this sexual exactly. encounter, and it's like if it ever gets there, most of these judges they're men, 
So they're gonna be like, oh, what's the problem? I don't see the issue. No, literally, like, they'll be know. like, what's the big deal? Or <laughs> yeah. and it's and it's actually it's really going back to it's some patriarchal up. ideas. And it's about penetration also and how men view penetration like a power thing. And so it's kind of like if a man isn't being penetrated because they will consider it, oh, it's serious rape. If a if a man or a boy is raped by another man or a boy, but if it's a woman, they're like, oh, you know. Doesn't he have to get hard? And they don't even deal with the actual scientific medical reasons why a man can still be hard Absolutely. and be raped and Absolutely. not and have that not be in his control. If For people, example, a woman can be raped and still have an orgasm exactly. during that rape. So it's if like body mechanics and you can't cannot, always control it. Yeah, they right. can't even understand. And it'll just that fuck part. you up if no one even explains to you that, hey, this can happen and here's ways you can deal with That's it. That's so amazing that you just said that because seriously, the uh, like a few months ago, I had I just made a friend that is older than me. She had to be about 35, 30 between 35 and 38, that had realized that you know, she had all this guilt inside her because she had an orgasm when she was raped. And mm. I was like, that's very common. You know, a lot of women have orgasms when she, when they're raped. Right. And that's not something that you can control. And she kind of looked at me like, oh, my God, is that true? Do other women have mm. orgasms after being raped? Like, and it just put the big it's, weight it's, off her yeah, shoulders. Off her shoulders, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 just out of many, many levels of many things when we have these conversations with people, it's a lack of information, it's a lack of education, it's a lack Communication, of Communication, therapy, thinking, all those things. That's why shows like this are important because, yeah. you know, it's a lighthearted way to talk about very serious things that yeah, everybody yeah. needs to know and most people have no way of talking about it. Like, I right. always wonder, like, who was, who was the person that you go to for sex advice at this age? You know what I mean? Like at this age, if you are curious about something, if you're a woman and you haven't had an orgasm yet and you're in your 30s, who do you go to talk about? What do you what do I do? Like, how do I how do I fix this <laughs> how problem? How do I navigate this Exactly. Problem? If you're a woman and your guy likes, you know, anal play and you don't know if that's gay or not, like, who are you talking to? Are you talking to a bunch of other closed minded or like ignorant people? Or are you talking to people who have like a wealth of they, knowledge about sexuality? They church for too long. <laughs> but to close out the show we should talk about the 10 myths about sex that many adults still believe oh <laughs> yeah, let's do that let's do that so um the myth of masturbating that's the first one here on the uh, this must be written by a guy <laughs> so masturbating while you are in a relationship means you are not sexually stimulated by your partner false that's false i don't even have to look at the answer key to know that's false. <laughs> you know so that's false it does not mean that because uh, we're not reading their truths or whatever they're written here but it doesn't mean that it just means sometimes you maybe just want to just touch yourself yeah. and please yourself well as giselle said his girlfriend lives very far from him right. mm-hmm. so, he plays know, so that's yeah exactly that's why he plays <laughs> cock hero <laughs> Personally, when I'm in a relationship, I actually don't masturbate. But okay. I actually don't masturbate often do at you, all. In would the you first do place. mutual masturbation with your partner? I mean, what else? You know, how else do you get it started? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, it doesn't end like that, but it certainly starts that way. So this is a another myth here, um, which one, surprisingly enough, I've seen women repeat. The vagina and the vulva are the same thing. Okay, that's. <laughs> Women do like famously don't know what their parts are called. This is is true. This is true. Sadly, very sad. That's not our fault though, because it's kind of like the foot. There's like a million bones in the foot. Right. There are so many parts of a vagina, and the penis is just not. I mean, it's not your fault up until a point because Google is real. 
And true. so you right. could just look. There's a at whole this diagram chart we're looking at find. right now. But what? But what reason does a woman need to know these things? To know herself, <laughs> to know her body, know to know, know what it. to expect. That's the man. floppy part. At no point will I need so to that be she, able to explain she, it like, more ever, succinctly than that. If she ever squirts or female ejaculates, that she knows she's not pee, and that there's actually three caverns. Because guys ask those questions: or doesn't it come out the pee hole? Or and it, no, it doesn't. There's multiple holes down it there. Doesn't. There's so with many different holes. purposes. <laughs> So many holes. That's why there's so many books written on cunnilingus. Um, what? Bonus. I mean, are oh, they? There's, there's a lot. Are um, they? So, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> books? They're books. Novels? <laughs> well, or do you mean I, like articles? I don't know about novels. <laughs> Maybe long essays. I'm just essays. trying to figure out what... Okay, thank you. We can... I'll accept so, long essay. The, the next myth, um, the clitoris is just a clitoris. tiny... The clitoris. is just <laughs> a tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny nub. So... That's also false. false. That's false. That's a, that is a lie. So <laughs> the real story is it is also part, very has the same type of makeup as the man's penis. Yeah, believe it's almost it or not. the same thing. It's almost the same thing. So if you've sucked, if you've um, licked a pussy, you probably, well, guys. I saw that yeah. whole video that <laughs> was like, <laughs> Wait, I've what? been having, I've been sucking penises all my life. Y'all <laughs> punked me. I'm about to kill all you women. You've been making me suck penis. That's some You've ignorant stuff. You've been sucking stuff. dick, bro. That's, that's ignorant. Real. That's and super that's, ignorant. That's, that's ignorant. But yeah. if you've ever seen um, the transgender surgeries that make, you know, a woman into a man, right. you can see how they Where take they the Where they get clit. the tissue from. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And just kind of elongate as much as humanly possible, which is usually not that possible. Although some women already have very elongated clitoris that mm-hmm. look like a micro penis or sometimes yeah. even a... Of average size penis, I've right. heard they can get as big as. Yeah, like it, I mean, it's, I guess exists. it's like people forgot like that we're from the same species. I don't know, but that's me. I think pretty scientifically. <laughs> people are like I'm shocked. It's <laughs> like a penis. It's like yo, <laughs> we are actually the same fucking species, men and listen, women. Like there's listen. a lot of brouhaha most, about how yeah. we're socialized, but like listen, our DNA is most pretty. Most people don't even know that in America, the average size dick is the average size is five inches. I knew that's that. True. A lot of they like a lot of people they don't they don't even know that. They're like, what do you mean? Is that hard? That's not like it doesn't matter. It's, it's just guys five like inches. to engage that's average. in fake news. <laughs> it's like you just don't know. So. That is actually a great question though. Is that erect or is that flaccid? That yeah. number. It's yeah. a good question. It's, it's a good lie. question, but it's like <laughs> I mean, if you, if you can get erect up to five inches, then you're good. If you're there not, you go. well, but mm. the fact is, like, and we <laughs> talked about erect. this the last show. The the female G spot is only about three inches in anyway, so it really True. doesn't matter if you're anything so above you have, three inches, as long as you know what if you're, you're micro doing. Dick, oh well, you just gotta know what you're doing, and then you'll be fine. Grow your tongue, <laughs> man. Next myth: um, sex is just it's just like what you see in porn. False. Sex can be many, 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 false, many different things false. that can give you pleasure. Sometimes you don't even need penetrative sex um, to say some you had sex. Some people prefer not having penetrative, penetrative sex. Yeah, like some women cannot come or orgasm from penetrative sex. They more uh, I think it was something like sixty percent. There's a there's a yeah. pretty high number out there of women who cannot come from penetrative sex mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or just and, haven't. I yeah. don't know about can't, but just haven't. They have. No, it's a literal can't. It's a study. It's just, it's yeah, there, 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 there's like a bunch. There's a study. No, I do know yeah. that there are definitely women who are inorgasmic, like period. No, no, inorgasmic as it relates to penetrative sex. Like that's, oh, right, that's, right. that's the actual fact yeah. is like, that of, of men, the women species. How could we know that, though? 
That's such well, an interesting Well, I mean, and that's why, that's why knowing your body is important because there's a lot the of... Like our doctors checking? Like, let's Kinsey. see if she has an orgasm. No, I mean, I think it has to do with like also just like heteronormativity and the fact that women don't generally seem to be comfortable asking for what they want or expressing like, oh, I didn't get fully satisfied. And so most women go through their lives just thinking this is the way that that's it is. That's how it is, yeah. And it's not until know. they have another sexual experience or read something or see something that they go, oh, maybe, maybe this isn't normal. Yeah. And then they step outside of whatever their relationship is to try something else another dude Absolutely. another woman with somebody and they're like oh wow I actually have feelings <laughs> right and there are a lot of people out there both men <laughs> and women well. who will not do a lot of different sexual things based on their upbringing that's and, so right. and exactly. their religion exactly, <laughs> exactly. So religion true. is a, a lot it's to a lot of oppression is owing to religion biggest stop gap even though mm-hmm. you could probably find most of the freaks Although when you look church. at Pornhub's data, the freakiest folks were in the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Of course, because if you look at some of the craziest things that have ever been done sexually, it's from people that started at like religious school. They, they, they did it in the name of God. Yeah, they were at some kind of religious school, like yeshiva or, you know, Catholic <laughs> school or that whatever. That one time at, at church camp? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like, no. All the kids I knew when I was young that were either getting knocked up first or doing the freakiest things, they were all like church kids or especially yeah. like preacher's kids in particular. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, wow, okay. Well, <laughs> next next myth there. Uh, men don't like going down on women. Now, that's, I li- not, that's not a myth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all caught my big shrug. Like, <laughs> did you see? Look at the truth. Say, don't listen to DJ Caleb. Now, okay. Okay, but DJ Caleb represents like a huge swath, swath. of masculine so, thought. Now, here's the thing that really, really depends on what part of the world they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Again, upbringing, that sort of thing. For I remember for a long time in the 90s, if you, especially in high school, if you were the, the guy that went down in women, you were like... Emasculated? Emasculated in yes. some way. Yep. Like people would make fun of you and stuff like that. Absolutely. By both men and women. And then, Agreed. you know, the 2000 happens, it was like, well, you know, the sucking some, some pussy. It's a great way to go. It's like, you know. Kaya and, really fixed that. Not me, Kaya, <laughs> but the other Kaya. The licking yeah, now, licking lick good. good. And then everybody was like, yeah. Right. And then it kind of got cool a little bit. <laughs> or or, or the, for my, you know, West Indian folk to Jamaican, my mom, mom, not your pussy, mom, and I'll do them thing on my But ass. that's a big thing. But you know what? But <laughs> I, I feel like it also, I mean, it's cultural. And this I is where it's oh, yeah, I mean, because yeah. it's not like, because you can't even say like across the Caribbean, it's it's it's, it's equal because it's not. It's not. Depending no. on what island you come from, there Definitely. are guys who are more open oral sex. And like we talked about that one Puerto tribe Ricans in Africa, super open for they it. acknowledge <laughs> that like a woman's happiness is better for life. And they have a whole like section of their culture dedicated to cunnilingus. I feel like that should be like, a, so, you know, like a handbook to men, like. <laughs> number I mean, one please but wasn't it. there some kind of study that said that the female ejaculate was actually like almost healthy for men uh Maybe I'm making that up. It could possibly be. Maybe better for your skin. I don't know. But what's <laughs> interesting, though, is that like, most of the things, like in the Caribbean countries where giving one head is not acceptable, it's also not acceptable to receive head from a woman, too. Like, it's not like, like That's for example. mostly I, Jamaicans. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I was dating this one Jamaican guy that's, once, that's, and yeah, he had yeah. a problem with it, mm-hmm. and I was just like, well, but I'm going to do it to you, and My it's not fair. Ball. And he was like, nah, you're not going to do it to me. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's very much. That's a real. big Jamaican thing. <laughs> Even though each year they have this event called hedonism. I know, but I guess that doesn't have to do with head, but <laughs> no, still. No, apparently not. No, I'm just no. like, but why? I don't know. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. It depends because French dudes don't think that way, but you know. The French have lots of varying opinions on sexual expression. I was just going to jump. Say- 
<laughs> I mean, well, it's just because because socially in their culture, they've not been. I mean, they probably should have been more apprehensive about some things, but they're just not. They're not like locked up about the body or things like we're here in this country. Like you see a woman breastfeeding, you're like, oh, it's porn. And just the idea yeah. of sexualizing bodies off of them being bodies and parts versus actual intent. Yeah. You know, is something that Americans have a problem with like that. That weird um, that football player who I don't like, but he was trending because like he kissed his son on the mouth, and people were like, "Oh, it's pedophilia," and I'm like, uh, "Is it or is it what you're projecting onto him kissing his son's right, mouth?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People, if he was kissing his child with like oh, pedophile intent, things. then it's pedophilic. But if he's just yeah. kissing his son, then he's just kissing his son. Yeah, people intent. find very weird things to sexualize very quickly. I mean, there's one thing that I do feel like about the whole breastfeeding thing. I do think women should be able to do it anywhere they want, but I also think that there's no way to desexualize a breast and you should be realistic like the fact is yes you should do it wherever you want but you also shouldn't assume that nobody is going to sexualize you it's a breast it's beautiful it's sexy no matter what you do you can't make it unsexy mm. if you're a sexy woman you can't walk outside and say please don't think i'm sexy you know it's just it it doesn't work that I way i mean i guess but i'm just saying like you know i can find boobs attractive but if i see certain women breastfeeding i'm not like oh yeah no you're I'm not just gonna like, like intentionally right. sexualize it but that's I what think, i mean I so it's, it's psycho right right it's it's a psychological situation <laughs> yeah. if men cannot see a breast without thinking of sex that's their fucking problem that is a psyche issue that has happened i don't that, think that's i don't know it can be reversed i mean i don't think that it's a problem that you can't see a naked breast without thinking about sex i think that's natural it's fine really so you're in the louvre <laughs> you're in the louvre you're in the moma you're looking at a breast from 1840 so and you're like he's just like i gotta be right i got back. a boner i gotta but go to the there's bathroom a difference between a picture or a drawing of a breast Is and it? a real breast in I front of know. your face there's a huge difference i mean if i see a picture of a hard penis not according a... to cock hero it's really <laughs> it's, it's about the visuals so i gotta disagree like, i gotta I disagree still, i still agree that women should be able to breastfeed in public wherever they want i just think you should take into consideration the, the fact that there's no way trash, to desexualize your your naked breast there's just no way yeah, so yeah. yes you should be able to do it and yes it's natural and yes we should all accept it but we should not say don't sexualize it it's already sexualized Listen, i'm pretty I mean, sure we can't desexualize it because we're not men however it's still absurd that's like saying, well, you have feet. Someone thinks they're sexual, so that's what's going to happen. No, it's, it's the well, dudes that are thing. the problem. <laughs> because it's like, even if I think of my friend who was in art school, master's, uh, master's program, and she had a painting. The painting was of mermaid-type things mm. in the Asian Sea, South, Southeast Asian area. And they were naked, but like with fish parts. And her professor was like, oh, this is from the male gaze. And this is, this is emblematic of what you're saying, that automatically... Because I see this, oh, it's sexual, which denotes male gaze, which isn't, it's not true. It's, it pollutes so many things. Well, that, I don't think it makes it sexual. I just think that it already is sexual and that's fine. I just think that there's nothing wrong with that being sexual. It's no, There's nothing wrong with a woman's breast being sexual. I don't think that's a bad thing. And I don't think people sexualizing it is necessarily a bad thing. As long as you're able to say she you can, can do it, yeah. and th and I'm not allowed to touch her, and I'm not allowed to jerk off and get hard in front of her. Then that's fine. Also, that you don't, think it's don't attractive and heavy. beautiful. Don't don't uh, leer. Yeah. But that's what I mean. If you're finding something sexual, especially dudes, they leer. Like it's fucking. It's annoying. Well, it's some men are classier than others. I mean, I find, for example, like you know, like I find women very sexy, and I love women. And whether a woman is breastfeeding or not, when I see a breast out, it's, it's sexy, it's beautiful or whatever. Or maybe it's ugly. Maybe it's an ugly breast. I don't know. But whatever it is, it's, it's something. Well, it's an ugly boob. It's something, though. 
I'm not gonna den- I'm not gonna sit here like, oh, that's now not a sex object. When 30 <laughs> seconds ago I would have loved to suck it, but now because it's being used as a feeding a tool, <laughs> I have to pretend that it's no longer I, sexual. I mean, but it's I think that's a little dumb. I, feel I like, just think that's a little dumb. I think that depends on who you're talking to. Depends uh, on the person. I, I guess. It's like I mean, for me, you know, like when I see women best read, I don't I don't feel I don't feel any sort of sexual anything. Right, it's um, never no. happened to me, and it's, I I rather enjoy the vision of boobs, but yeah. it just it's and never that, happened. And I don't stare. I don't know. I don't be like, oh yeah, you, you're grabbing on that. Where there, which buddy. you should <laughs> not. Definitely, which you should definitely not. don't. But do it's that. like if definitely you're at a nude stare. beach, you know, it's like if you're at a nude beach, it's supposed to be a very normalized thing. You should not sexualize anybody. You should not be walking around hard. But that doesn't mean that these people on the beach are not beautiful, and that you're not, you know, right. appreciating it's, their nakedness and yeah, so, yeah. on some level. And that's okay. But is that aesthetic appreciation or horny appreciation? Because I believe there's a difference. Probably both. There's that you can enjoy someone just for their aesthetics or you are they can. turning you on? You can. But yeah, I yeah, also yeah. think people shouldn't be shamed for feeling sexual about whatever they feel sexual about. And I don't think that that should be a part of what makes a woman um, empowered or not empowered. Like, for example, like I go outside and I'm dressed how I'm dressing. And it, like, for example, today I'm dressed in baggy everything. And if a man finds me gorgeous and whispers, whistles at me or, you know, sexualizes me in some way. I don't feel, you know, what I don't feel bad about that. You know, I don't feel like, oh, you're demeaning me in any way. Whatever, that's your problem. I, mean, not I don't feel like men are demeaning me, but in this instance, I can only hearken back to Villanelle and, and only, I guess, Lance would know what I'm talking about. But remember that scene with Frank when he was like, would you show me some goddamn respect? And she just rolled her eyes and just was like, what, like, like you shot Frank, boom in the head? Like a certain kind of sardonic, I don't give a fuck. Okay, but and now so, you're going to have to describe that because I have no idea what you just. Uh, well, basically, there's the a character. There's Killing a character Eve. called yeah. Killing Eve. I recommend yeah. it to everyone. A character, a show called Killing Eve, stars Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer. And the the basic cat and mouse chase is between an assassin who's a woman, and she is a psychopath and very entertaining. And this woman trying to catch her, also a woman, MI five, then becomes MI six agent. And part of what is so delicious about this character is that she really as out of fucks to give especially when it comes to men and just the way that men are constantly trying to talk over or explain she's got no time for it and so there's a situation where they're trying to kill this person and you know this guy is an idiot and she's basically like you're a fucking idiot and he's upset because i guess he's used to deference from women and he yells like won't you show me some respect and her immediate eye roll with her gun is like no (laughs) you don't deserve my respect and this is how i see most dudes and so for me it's not even about oh, you've degraded me. It's like, you're annoying me. I get that. And that, now yes. you make me want to be violent because I don't even want to have to be able to stop and acknowledge that you exist or say something. Like, that I don't get, I get. Yeah, that's my my thing with dudes is that I don't really care what they think, but are you stopping my day? Are you interrupting something I'm about to do? And now I have to spend two minutes <laughs> acknowledging, <laughs> acknowledging your, your existence? Dumbassedness. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, they don't, I don't, I don't get my feelings hurt by dudes, but mm. they certainly do annoy me. A heck of a lot. Yeah, yeah. But my, I haven't had my feelings hurt by dudes since I was in ninth grade, so I'm oh, just. I just think we should there. make. I just think we should make it more okay to be sexual, to be a pervert, to be this and that. But just make that acceptable, and then we can stop worrying about everything else then we could just control the behavior because it's like people are trying to control what people are thinking about and that's stupid Mm. like don't think about me sexually like 
dude, mind your business how, what he's thinking. The only thing that's important is it, has he touched you? Has he disrespected you? Or has he stopped you from doing something that you have every right to do? You know, so beyond that, just realize that any person around you could be a pervert. The girl right there, the guy right there, whoever, they're all perverts. The kid can be a damn pervert. I've seen oh, it. Dear. I've seen it. <laughs> Perverted well, little kids. I've seen it. So it's like, don't just don't worry about that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I've had little like 10 year olds come up to me like, hey, what's up, mama? I could do this to you like, yo. And so it's just like at some point All we Fortnite just have players to. Are pervert yeah, we just have man. to worry about actions. <laughs> actions are more important than what a person is thinking about. You can't you certainly yeah. can't regulate what a person's thinking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, well, to, fin <laughs> to finish out. No, I, I, I agree with you. Um, but um, to finish out this um, thing here. <laughs> Lance. Women don't care about orgasms from sex. I forgot as that much list was still going. As men do. <laughs> I thought we were done. Well, apparently this one is about women not caring about orgasms as much as men do. Oh. So, um, well, again, this is another thing. That's of, a lie. That depends. It's a, it definitely is a lie. That is the biggest lie I've ever seen. You know, and I feel like it depends on who... Who you're talking once again? Who you talking to? Cultural upbringing and stuff. Like but that's that. like saying I feel like the only way that's even like possible is if you've never had an orgasm to be like, oh no, it's not that important on the list because that's kind of the point for a lot of people in getting to the sexual thing is a climax. Again, there are people who can't orgasm and there's that whole medical thing and things that happen. But for the most of the population, if you've experienced one, you would like another. Like little <laughs> Oliver, please, sir, can I have some more? And so no, if that's if that's something like that's that's a myth. That's something men tell themselves to excuse their shitty performance that's not mm. and that's why your women are cheating on you i mean let's just be perfectly honest that there's this idea that women don't cheat or that like <laughs> i just think women are better at it because when you look at the statistics of what's happening it's like yeah i think women get to a certain age like 38 and 40 and they're and they're out of fucks they're like you know what let me go on the tender let me find these things to try to do something in my life because nah, i can't go, go i can't go to my grave no no you wondering they, those women go on the cougar cruise Oh yeah, that exists. <laughs> That's a thing, huh? That's a thing. Interesting. Interesting. For all you young people out there, young dudes, you looking to make a little middle extra cash, you know? A little extra cash. <laughs> yeah, get, get, get on that cougar cruise. You I, know I just think that there's this <laughs> distinction between men who life good and men who sex good. And I think that's why we're oh, having this distinction, you know, because it's so hard to find a guy who is, you know, Does invested both. in doing both. Because you really have to be invested in being good at sex is what I've noticed. Like you have to care about the differences between different people right. and you have to like really understand the human body. And then on top of that, you have to be very free and comfortable with your own body, which is rare for a lot of people. So it's like the, the distinction between people who can just do life good right. and be a good partner right. and somebody who's really just like blowing your back out or making you really like exhausted. <laughs> it's it's, it's no, kind of no. hard. Yeah, and that that goes back to there's that's kind of like a myth as well where that dip one is your everything. No one can be your everything. It doesn't work that way. Really? It doesn't. I've been no. fighting this fight for such a long time. I've been saying that you can find somebody who will be your everything as long as you have great mm. communication. I don't think I Mm. I think you can mm. probably be your everything for a period of time. Yeah. And, and Humans then, are too transient. I've come to that yeah. conclusion as well. Like I felt like that was a more of a, a, a naive 
belief I maybe felt like maybe around 22. Um, but as time goes on, I think invariably people change. And so right. things to do with whatever you are willing to tolerate, what interests you, what annoys you, all that stuff kind of shifts over time. And that's not to say that the person you're connected to or your partner will shift in tandem mm -hmm. like with you so that there's no issues in the relationship. Like maybe it gets to a point where you're like, are we still good? Are we still a match? Because I've changed in this way and you've changed in this other way, but we're no longer aligned in the way that we were when we yeah. first got together. And I guess that's, and that's where just, yeah, the communication comes into play. That's how mm -hmm. I feel about it. Because even what's your everything, what is your, whatever your definition of everything is, it's going to change. Right. So can that person change with that everything? And list? do they want to? That's the other thing is that right. you can have an expectation of someone changing to accommodate you the know. new you, but that's 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 just a hope. It's so not a demand, if right? It's like, Unless maybe you're married, I guess. I don't. If it's like, know. honey, you know, I saw this thing. I want to peg you tonight. You know, you'd be like well, thirty-five years. Dude, she'd be open to pegging. You just I get mean. pegged, you know, and then she just brings out this thing. <laughs> She brings out this thing that's like about the size of your arm. He's like, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. She would be rude to to first rude. talk about pegging, but then also come with like the Tyson dick. That's not what you do. Well, that's not how you, not you enter did. into that. Like you start. She's like, she's like, I got ribbed for your booty hole pleasure. I was like, oh whoa. God. I mean, technically, if she's talking about pegging. She's doing it for you. I mean, for her for a little bit, mostly for you, because that's. That's a yeah. lot of fun for dudes. I mean, right. they don't have to like dudes don't have to accept the scientific facts, but science says your G spots in your booty hole. Yeah. So you know that's just that those are facts. Or right underneath your testicles. But then again, it's just like <laughs> it's, a, it's the idea that like okay, now you're sexually changing or whatever the case may be. Is that really because you're sexually changing or because you never really completely investigated what your kink was? I Probably think both. 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 And I, I think, think that might be a good I show to have both. at the Romantic Depot if we choose to do it. It's kind of like <laughs> discovering what your kink what is, is and yeah. how do you discover that you haven't discovered what your kink is yet? Because I think that's kind of where people go wrong is that they don't fully know themselves before they enter into a relationship. And that's why they can't it's fully not, it's not nurtured. grow together. Mm -hmm. I, I think sexual um, exploration is not something that's nurtured, nurtured that's true. at all. No, it's not. Especially it's not. in the people of color communities. It is not mm. nurturing. Which communities? People of color. Like it's again. I, you have to. You then have that's to. You have to sub break down the cultural <laughs> barriers. Because like I said, if there's that one tribe, and that's just the one I'm referencing, because they're in a Vice episode mm -hmm. that believes strongly in cunnilingus. I think it's just. It's really like where are we talking about culturally, and what is the proximity to colonialism, i.e., Christianity? Mm -hmm. Because right. however mm -hmm. soon the colonialists were there, the being entire... like, hey, 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 then you have these really sort of intolerant black people, and people like to go, hey, look at these intolerant people of color, and it's like, well, it's the white folks' fault. You brought your little fuck. <laughs> up religion yeah and then you left it there and now you're pointing fingers at them saying look at them listening to what we told them to do how dare they <laughs> jesus says not to on. a fault to a fault like to you guys are you guys listening. are too good christians you know because <laughs> america has hollow christians they deport it to the fucking small countries they take it for <laughs> real for real dying. and then they want to be mad at them that's, that's not how so it works true, though. that's unfortunate if uh, you just leave uh, brown folks alone they're gonna be fine but the minute you, you send oh, white they, jesus over there it's a problem you know you know and that's why the west indies is that's why they fucked up which is why they gotta get rid of the religion Catholicism, oh, this, Christianity. Don't, don't say that to them. You know they'd be like, "Oh, don't I know?" We're about to get like some holy water thrown on us when we leave. The I've already had people like, like, "Are you questioning my faith?" And it's like, "No, I'm just asking questions." Like, yeah, and it's like, well, your faith is what questioning. Faith is. <laughs> no, no, it's not like but it's like no. But what I told the people is like, I'm not questioning whether or not you believe in a deity or a god. That's not it. I'm talking yeah, about the do. practical application yeah. of what you say is the word of God. Because especially like when it comes to what most Christians say, it's not actually sourced on fact. 
I agree. It's like yeah. interpreted. And oh, you're you like, but the Bible the doesn't god? actually say that. You don't what? believe in the sky god? <laughs> anyway. The one above the firmament? <laughs> the one above the firmament for the flat earth? Oh, right, uh, yes. No, I the do not. The infinity screen. I do oh, 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 oh. You know, you guys got to stop with these inside jokes. On, you know, I'm having trouble following watch, you. Watch behind the curve. No. <laughs> no. Um, anywho, uh, you guys could read the rest of these um, myths on your own. We'll, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> there was only 10. We're How running out more. of time. There's more. There's like sex is only good if it ends in orgasm. Men That's false. Who, who like or fantasize about anal sex must be gay. Also false. Um, porn causes erectile dysfunction in young men. True. That's true. There's a death grip. See, this is like a test um, and I'm getting it 100%. Let's be, go. Being into kink makes you false. abnormal or sexually false. deviant. False. So I win 100% for Candace. Yes. Now we can fade out. You know, <laughs> like I said before, they used to, they used to use whores. To get you men into church every Sunday in the Catholic Church. Mic drop. Yes. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Peace out. Titties. 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 Titties.